0: Go check out platform.com that's P L T 4 M.com for our full series and catch up on any episodes you might've missed. Don't forget to check out at coach Schiffman on Twitter and use the hashtag hog football chat. When you're there, we have a great episode for you today. So let's go ahead and kick this off. Before we even kick off the podcast, I want to just remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, here we go. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Hog Football Podcast. Today I've got Coach Cole Webb with me. Coach Webb is currently a GA at Middle Tennessee. Uh, He spent three years prior to that coaching quarterbacks at the junior college level. He played professionally in Europe after his graduation from Cal Berkeley. And played junior college football before that, Coach Webb. Good to have you on. How's it going? How's everything uh, in uh, Tennessee?
1: Yeah, things are good. All things considered, uh, appreciate you having me on. Uh, always enjoy talking a little bit of uh, hog football with you.
0: Sure, absolutely. You know, and, and you're you're one of those guys. We talked a lot about before we get going a lot on this uh, this podcast, kind of about relationships and networking, and and you are another prime example of that. You and I first met. Uh, two years ago at the the afca convention and and uh really ever since then kind of had a a really good almost weekly conversation um you know just about coaching and about football and you know me asking you questions and advice and you asking me questions and advice so it's uh it's been it's been really cool to uh to have met you and and built this friendship
1: yeah i mean i appreciate that and, and i feel the same way uh it definitely is kind of that perfect example uh you know didn't even know about, you know, hog football chat uh, on Monday nights uh, except for my coworker, uh, you know, had briefly mentioned it before uh, introducing you to me. And, uh, you know, ever since then, even if I'm not talking to you weekly, I'll pop in and, and observe all that. And uh, it, like you said, it's just the the best way of we both knew somebody, you knew, actually knew him through hog football mm-hmm. chat and, introduced us and just kind of hit it off. And like you said, I've been talking ball and
0: life and everything else ever since then. Yeah, absolutely. It's been, it's been really great. So uh, we'll get going with the, the podcast. Um, you know, my first question is y- you've, you've been a part of a lot of great teams, you know, at the junior college level playing at, at Cal um, now coaching at middle Tennessee, how important was the offensive line to the success of all of those teams?
1: Uh, well, so, so because I played and coached quarterbacks, obviously I put a lot <laughs> of importance on the offensive line. Uh, You know, even as a player, they were the the guys I knew I had to become uh, best friends with because usually if uh, they like you, they protect you a little bit more. But, um, you know, I I was – like you said, I've been lucky to play on some good teams and I've also been, um, you know, in a way lucky to play on some bad teams because you Mm -hmm. you really do see the importance of the offensive line. Without you guys up front, you know, nothing works. And, And playing quarterback, you know, it always gets too much attention so you get too much praise when things go right. and You get too much blame when things go wrong um, because you're so dependent on everyone else, you know, you, you, without receivers to catch, you know, there's nothing you can do throwing the ball. If you don't have a run game, you're not going to have anybody open. And, but really it's all the O line. And we all know that as football coaches, like if you can't run and you can't protect, there's really nothing you can do. You're just sitting right there. Yeah. Um, and then just, but beyond even that, from like the performance standpoint, um, we all know how important, you know, team chemistry is and, and just how those relationships can, can result in on-field success. And as, you know, like the offense within the offense or that group within the group, the O-line chemistry, um, just among themselves is, is so important, um, setting the standard almost. So yeah. uh, when I think back on like the, the best teams I've been on, not only was did we have a solid O-line, um, but the relationship that o line had with themselves and that chemistry was was actually um noticeably different than the other teams
0: yeah and that's actually that's that's a that's a a subject that's been talked about a lot on on the podcast so far is just that that relationship and that bond that the o line has had so uh it's always it's good when you know the the other guys on the team are seeing it as well that's that's important for success uh, you know i I kind of had a few questions mostly we're going to kind of touch on my questions are about your kind of playing career and, and, and talk to me about kind of how your junior college experience as a player and, and, and how you got, um, how you kind of went that route, why you went that route and and how you ended up at Cal.
1: Yeah. Um, so mine's a little unique. Um, the, the joke I always like to talk about is, you know, Cal was my backup plan. Um, <laughs> coming out of high school, my, dream had always been to go to the, uh, one of the service academies. Um, so, you know, did the whole junior day thing in high school, um, went through it, got the congressional nomination, um, all of that ended up getting a waitlisted at West point, which it worked out really well for me. Cause it was around that time that I kind of had started questioning if that was really what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, which, so I, it worked out that, you know, thankfully it was a wait list. You know, I got the nomination, I did all that stuff. Um, they only take like 200 wait list or something like that. Um, and I probably could have gotten in because um, usually if you're on the wait list and you push for it, you can get in based off of how many people drop. Um, and I basically, when I found out it was just kind of a relief that I, I chose to go to junior college instead. Mm. Um, I went to a very small high school. It was like 500 kids. We, I think the best season we ever had was, you know, six and five. Um, So, you know, and I could count, you know, on one hand the number of kids who played even junior college ball out of there at that point. So I never really thought college football was, uh, was an option. Um, And then I played in one of those local senior games and, um, you know, talked with coach John Featherstone, who was, the head coach at El Camino College in in L.A., and he's kind of a a legend over there. Um, And he, you know, talked to me about playing uh, college ball and then recruited me to come out in the spring. And um, so, you know, just kind of saw a new opportunity and and kind of fell in love with football again. Right. uh, Playing for for Coach Feather, which was awesome. Uh, From there, you know, I I spent a year, applied to both Cal and UCLA, um, you know, got admitted to both and chose to go back for one more season um, to see if I could get a scholarship out, which is why I talked about Cal being my, my fallback. Uh, <laughs> my sophomore year, I, I ended up tearing my ACL uh, midway through the year. And so kind of all the schools that had started recruiting me, you know, I kind of got the, Oh, that sucks. You know, good luck. If, you, if you'd like you come and walk on. Um, and, you know, I, I, basically at that point reached out to coach Franklin uh, coach Tony Franklin who's then the OC at Cal he's now the OC here at Middle Tennessee uh, about walking on and as soon as I found out I could walk on a Cal, that was just the best blend of you know Pac-12 football and and top you know global academics so right. that was just kind of a no-brainer and and honestly people talk about things happening for reasons and, and all that kind of stuff and it can sound a little cheesy but you know looking at it if I don't get wait-listed at an academy if I don't tear my ACL if I don't have about 20 to 30 things go exactly the way they did um I don't end up at Cal I don't end up you know I probably don't end up coaching I definitely don't end up coaching here in Tennessee
0: right yeah I mean it's kind of funny how things play out that way and and you know it's it's it's, you know, the everybody's path is different, but everybody's, you know, you kind of, I was the same way, you know, I didn't think I wanted to get into coaching and, and then, you know, kind of things went, you know, the, the dominoes started to fall, if you, if you will. And then, you know, there you are, you're kind of falls in your lap. So uh, that's interesting. I didn't realize you were a, uh, you were wanting to go to the military side of things. So that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, yeah. You know, my next, my next question is just kind of the next natural progression was how, how did you end up going, um, going to play in Europe and, and how, talk to me a little bit about that experience.
1: So that was by far the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. Uh, <laughs> my only regret is I didn't do it uh, longer. Um, yeah. But so there's a, a John Grisham novel and I don't know, but uh, so he's I've, the one who wrote Pellet Grief and all that stuff, right? Yep. Uh, there's a lesser known book called Playing for Pizza.
0: Yeah. I've and, read it a couple times. I've read it a couple of times. It's a, it's a great book. I love it.
1: Oh, it's awesome. Uh, I had known about it. I had known kind of some people, you know, six, um, six, six steps of uh, connection or something like that. Like right. I they right. knew people who knew people who went and, gone and played in Europe, uh, had kind of thought about it a little bit, but didn't know how that kind of got set up, didn't really think it was a possibility. And then after the bowl game my senior year, I had somebody named, uh, a man named Jim Shelley, um, just kind of randomly hit me up on Facebook. Um, You know, he said that he liked to help guys try to compete for, you know, quarterback jobs and all that stuff. He wanted to try to help me um, in the offseason. Going back to Cal, he didn't, I don't think he realized at the time I was a senior. And so when when I told him, his very first um, question was, well, have you ever considered playing in Europe? Mm -hmm. I told him I had, uh, but I didn't know what the the process was. And basically he walked me through what or how that all works. And essentially there's a service called Euro players um, that, you know, you can upload and it's almost like making a little Facebook profile, but you upload your film and photos and info and it's a way to connect players with teams out there. And, um, You know, I I talked with a bunch of different teams, and unfortunately, most of the seasons started in, you know, March or um, April, uh, but got lucky that Finland, uh, you know, there were two teams that started their season after I graduated in May. And so I ended up signing with one. Uh, I actually walked in my graduation on um, a Friday morning and then flew out of Oakland to um, uh, Helsinki on Sunday. So, uh, you know, left Sunday morning, arrived, you know, Monday afternoon, uh, and actually got picked up and didn't go to the apartment but went straight to practice uh, (laughs) when I got there. So I ended up practicing Monday afternoon uh, and then playing in a game that Friday night. So it it was quite a turnaround. Um, but it was, again, the, you know, random, little random things happen or dominoes fall or whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, it kind of worked out. And why I brought up the first novel was uh, around the time that he reached out to me, I I happened to mention it to Coach Franklin. And, and he actually went and, and got me a copy of that book to read what it, what it was um, like or to get a sense of it. And it actually ends up being the book is – fairly accurate i don't know about the team buying courses or you know falling from the nfl to the uh european leagues but right um pretty phenomenal book
0: so now did you i mean like you're talking you went and and showed up on monday and at practice like did you have your did you bring like your own equipment bag like how did that work did you did you have all your stuff did they supply you stuff just i'm just curious
1: yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, I brought my cleats, I brought, you know, my compression stuff, all the under stuff, but they gave me the pads, the the uniform pants, okay. all that kind of stuff. Um, everywhere is a little different out there and it's really unique, but you know, they, they, in part of my contract is they give me my pads and, and, and supply all like the workout gear and all that. I just needed to bring cleats and right. you know, my, my compression stuff. So, uh, I had to, um, uh, dig through my suitcase because I thought that I might have a chance to go to the apartment and unpack first but uh so we get there uh you know the head coach came and picked me up we were about 20 minutes late to practice so basically we get there I have to go uh wheel my suitcase into the the locker room dig out my cleats get dressed and then uh go out to practice to meet all my teammates who are already in the the middle of uh uh drills and all that stuff so it was definitely a a unique
0: experience yeah how how did you guys end up doing that season
1: uh we won one game which (laughs) uh you would have thought we won the super bowl because i uh did not know it at the time when i signed they hadn't won a game in three years oh boy so uh it was definitely a unique experience uh I guess the easiest way to sum up kind of the team situation is my very first game. Our left guard was an 18 year old kid in his second year of football ever trying to pick up an A gap blitz from a Mike linebacker who had spent the previous year on the Saints practice squad.
0: Oh, nice. So that sounds uh, fun.
1: It, it was definitely, a, a, I guess, fun is one way to put it. Um, <laughs> Definitely memorable uh, is another. But, yeah, uh, it, it uh, you know, like it it, 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 it was just an unbelievable experience. It, it, European football is so unique in so many ways. With, you know, it's the only place in the world where you can have guys who were in the NFL or you know on the cusp of the NFL playing against guys who, to be honest, some of them couldn't play high school football. Right. Right. Um, you know, I was probably on the extreme end of it with you know the new young guys, but. Um, that, that's part of what made it fun is, you know, getting to, to go out and your job there is more, um, to teach and spread the game almost than it is Mm -hmm. to really perform, uh, to an extent you still want to win. And, and we, we only won one game, but we were, we lost like four or five basically by one score, half of them were like the other team scored with less than a minute to take the lead. And it was really more, um, we were better than what our record showed, but you know, you get to that three, four years of lose, of winless seasons with a lot of young kids, and essentially you're seeing the okay. They're waiting for the other shoe to drop, no matter no matter what else happens. Right. So we we finally got them over the hump. We actually won one game. It was the last game of the season, um, but it, it, I wouldn't trade that for anything else. It was so much fun going through it with those guys, and and just uh, to this day, I stay in touch with. A good chunk of them and and know that I have a standing invitation to go back to to Finland anytime I choose and and they've got a, a standing invitation to or a place to stay if they ever make it out to the States.
0: That's cool that's awesome I mean that's yeah you know you go those those experiences are truly that they're 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 an experience and they're something that you can't you can't replicate you can't duplicate and it's you know it's pretty cool that you got to do that.
1: Yeah I mean like I said it's the the most fun thing I've ever done in my life and you know I'm a I was a 20 something year old kid just graduated from college literally 2 days before and my first uh experience out in the real world if you want to call it that is being paid uh you know to play a football game once a week and have a couple practices but the rest of the time was I was free to travel um you know anywhere that I could manage to get myself to all
0: right that's awesome yeah. well coach we got one more question for you and then we'll get you out of here and this is probably the one that you're going to be worried about, but um, you know if you could if you could put together a, a Mount Rushmore of offensive linemen, uh, be it guys that you played with or or you know coached or uh, just a, are, are a fan of, who would be on that five man Mount Rushmore?
1: Oof! See, uh, that, this is where you need that little bit of prep time because now there's just too many names to pull from. I don't
0: like giving, I don't like giving prep time, man. I, like I know. it at you. i
1: I've, I've noticed. Um, <laughs> hmm. Well, I'd probably have to throw every center uh, I've ever played with on there. Um, so just by name, that would be a guy by the name of Robert Wheeland, who I played with from the time you know we were seven years old till we got to high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, high school center was a guy named Dominic Tedesco. Junior college it was Matthew Kimbrough. Um, excuse me, at Cal, you know there was Chris Adcock, and then um, Addison Ooms. Dominic Granado, you know, in Finland, excuse me, there's a guy named Stuart Keenan, you know, that, that quarterback center relationship, especially if uh, you're old enough, like I am to have been going under center uh, has got to be pretty darn strong. Right. Um, But, you know, so, you know, I I have to throw every center in there that puts me well over the Mount Rushmore limit. I like Uh, it. But you know as a quarterback, I'd have to throw every center on there
0: you know that's a i'll tell you what that's a that's a true testament to you right there, knowing, remembering all those guys' names from from when you were seven years old so that's uh you know i'm sure as a, as a as a former center myself i uh i I definitely appreciate that you uh you remember that relationship and and um and treat it as important as it is well yeah i mean you know you get you get real um, you get real close with those guys and you spend
1: so much time both, you know, before and after practice working on snaps. If you're, well, if you're, if you're smart about it. Um, and, and even for, you know, Rob ended up being one of my closest childhood friends and, uh, I, our coaching staff, I remember every time we had a fumbled snap is, you know, it was going to happen with seven, eight year olds. Um, they didn't care whose fault it was. They don't care if it hit my ankles or if it was right in the hands and I dropped it, uh, to them. And I'm, Grateful to them. It was both of our faults because you know it doesn't matter. It just can't happen. And so every fumbled snap, it was him and I dropping down for for pushups together, um, and and getting encouraged to do whatever we had to before or after practice to make sure it doesn't happen again. So that right. that relationship in particular was was pretty strong uh, after a few years of that. Um, but yeah, like you said, you you work so closely together, and and it's so important that you get to know those guys and, and, you know, they're not just the guys who I happen to play with, but most of them are, you know, lifelong friends. So, right. Uh, you know, I'm going to fill up my route rush more with those guys.
0: That's I, hey man. That's great. I love it. I appreciate that. That's, um, that's, a, that's again, like I said, that's special to me because I was a, I obviously I was a center and you know, when I was in high school growing up, my, our, our starting quarterback was actually my neighbor lived right across the street from me um, was one of my best friends and still is. So, uh, that's pretty cool. I, I, that's, uh, that's really cool. So that's,
1: that's awesome that, that, that you had uh, a similar experience. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, coach, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I was just going to say, and it just, again, it points to, you know, why we love the game and, and yeah. w- the fact, the way that it is more than a game, you build those friendships or that bond, like you talk about for life. And, um, you know, like, those some of those guys I mentioned, you know, they're gonna be in my wedding someday and hopefully I'll be in theirs and, and we'll be around for a long time to come. Definitely.
0: Definitely love it. Coach, we'll get you out of here. Uh do me a favor before you go, drop your Twitter handle and uh, any other information you want the listeners to know.
1: Uh Twitter handle is Web W E B B, the number two, and then the letters B L. Uh I don't have any other information for you at the moment. Uh looking forward to seeing. Uh, you know anybody who listens to this on uh, Hog Football Chats on Monday nights? Because uh, again, I don't post a ton. I like to lurk, but that's more because as a skill guy, I feel like I'm out of out of my depth. But uh, you know, love the love the camaraderie and, and Coach. Looking forward to to linking up with you at the next convention at the latest, and, and hopefully we'll find some time uh, before then. Definitely,
0: definitely, definitely, Coach. I I appreciate you coming on, and uh, you know, stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks again for everyone listening and remember to go check out platform.com for the full series of hog football podcast episodes. We want to thank everybody for their continued support and be on the lookout for our hog football chat series from Twitter on our website, hogfootballchat.net. You can check out all of our great sponsors and tons of awesome.